Welcome to your IVF Abroad podcast, where I will share, educate and empower you on your journey with infertility and IVF Abroad. I'm Emma Haslam, your host, mum via treatment abroad and the IVF Abroad expert. Since the birth of my son in 2018, I have made it my mission to make fertility treatment more transparent, accessible, supported and affordable. I now help people around the world just like you to find a safe, best fit clinic, have fertility treatment and achieve their dreams of starting or expanding their families. And I'm here now to help you too. Hello and welcome back to the Your IVF Abroad podcast with me, your host and fellow infertile Emma Haslam. How are you doing? It's been ages since I've recorded a new episode for the podcast. I fully intended on coming back much sooner than this with a full series. However, as it does, life has been busy. So for now, I'm going to be dropping in with episodes as and when. So to make sure that you do not miss when I drop a new episode, make sure you hit the subscribe button from wherever you are listening to your podcast from. I also want to just quickly introduce myself for those people who may be listening for the first time today. Hello and welcome. My name is Emma Haslam, co-founder of Your IVF Abroad that I set up with my husband Adam following our own journey with infertility that led to the birth of our son Albie in 2018. And since then, we've been on a mission to help as many people as we can to start and grow their families globally with more affordable, accessible and supported fertility testing and treatment abroad. And it's been a real whirlwind. It's been amazing. And it's such a privilege to be able to help people to do this. So you're very welcome here. And for those of you that already know who I am, then thank you for bearing with me while I introduce myself again. And thank you so much for coming back. It's it's really good when I get comments from people, people email me and let me know that they've been listening to the podcast and finding it really helpful. It just really, really makes me very, very happy. If you are one of these people and you've got benefit from this podcast, please can I ask for 30 seconds of your time to go and leave a five-star review on whichever platform you listen to this podcast on. It just really helps me to push this podcast out into the world and to help more people, which is the absolute point of this podcast. Right. So without further ado, let's move on to to today's episode of the podcast, which is how do you stay organized when planning and preparing to have your fertility treatment abroad? Now, I've got some top tips for you and then something that I want to share with you at the end as well. Um, But let's dive on in. So I would say that as a person, I'm quite lucky that organization comes naturally to me. Staying calm of my, in my own shiz storm, maybe not so much, (laughs) but organization does come quite naturally to me. Um, And I fully admit that I am a complete control freak and I like to be, or at least feel somewhat in control, which some of you might resonate with this, like it is super hard 
I think, when going through infertility and then when starting to plan and have fertility treatment because there is so much outside of our control, right? So so even as someone who is organized, um, I did still find the process of organizing fertility treatment, planning, researching, having overwhelming at times, particularly I think as there's more to do when you're going to go abroad. And I did have stuff all over the place, which I don't think helped. I didn't really have sort of one designated place to kind of keep everything. Um, And then I had all of my thoughts and feelings as well, just swirling around my head as well. And of course, all of this is normal, but now I've worked, now I've done this myself four times. And then now I've worked with hundreds of people around the world to start and grow their families. I've managed to pick up lots and lots of hints and tips from people. And I just want to share a few of them with you today, which I hope will be helpful. And then talk to you about something that I've got for you that you might be interested in. So here are my top tips. First of all, I suggest creating separate a separate email folder or folders so that you can keep all of your emails in the right places. So it could be that you have an IVF abroad or fertility treatment abroad research folder. You bung everything in there. And then as you move through the process, say you've chosen a clinic, you may start to keep everything in that section and move anything from that clinic from the original email folder of the research across to the treatment preparation folder for your clinic, for example. Call them what you want, but you get the gist. Um, You will be surprised as to how many emails you will send and receive during the planning and preparation stages of having treatment abroad. This will just help cut down on the mental clutter as well and make you feel more under control. Subject headings are also super useful in emails. So if you put subject headings in your emails to and from clinics, they're going to reply to you and you will have the same subject heading and it can help you to search to quickly find something as well. The second thing, way in advance of when you actually need it, check your passport to make sure that you've got enough validity left on your passport when you travel home from having fertility treatment. Since Brexit, here in Europe, there has been changes. um, And it's just good housekeeping anyway to set twice yearly reminders. So go and do it. Go and do it straight after this podcast. Um, Go and check them because it might be that you've presumed one thing and actually things have changed and you don't want to get down the line of be literally being ready to go and have your fertility treatment to be found out that you need a new you need a new passport it isn't always as quick since Brexit to get a passport sorted, um, and you don't need that stress. Like nobody needs that stress. Um, and depending on where you're traveling from and to, you may also need a visa. So that's something to be looking at in advance as well. My next top tip is for you to track and log when you've taken your medication. And then also to set reminders on your phone. It might find it might sound a bit basic and I don't want to patronize anybody, but um some people say, oh I haven't didn't think about that. And your phone pretty much will probably always be with you. Mine is pretty much always with me. And it just helps you then not forget to take your medication. Um, and try and think about so say for example your protocol want you to take medication in the morning and evening. You need to try and find a time that's going to be 
a time you can stick to every day to take that medication. So I used to try and think about when I would be home, most likely to be home. So for example, eight o'clock at night, most likely, most nights of the week, I would be at home. What I also then did is every morning early, I would set an alarm to kind of ask me to review that day so that if anything was different, so for example, if I was staying out overnight or away for a few days, it would jog me into going, okay, I need to pack some medication. You know, it wasn't just my usual reminders going off. Um, So that I never went anywhere and forgot to take my medication with me. So this is, this is really important and will just help you to manage the process, um, hopefully nice and, you know, nice and easily. The next thing I would say is to document and keep everything together in one place. You've got somewhere to keep all of your practical stuff, all of your printouts. Um, And, you know, I also suggest journaling your thoughts and feelings as well as you move through this process. That will help you um, and your mindset and support you emotionally and help you to recognize how you're feeling and how the journey might be showing up for you, but also will be a fertility, what's the word? I mean, like a log of your journey as well, which you may want to refer back to. And in terms of all the practical stuff, it just keeps everything in one place. You'll probably have your email folders as well, but you know, there are lots of things that you can write down and store in one place and you can do this in like a notebook um or you can do it in a dedicated planner or journal now when i was having my treatment and prior to that in the planning stages um there was no planner or journal out there specifically for having fertility treatment abroad and quite unbelievably about a year ago, somebody contacted me and asked me if I knew of anywhere they could get something like this. And I had a quick look and said, I'm really sorry, there doesn't appear to be anything, which I find found bizarre, really, given that, you know, going abroad for treatment really has increased in popularity. Um, and then I had a few more people ask me about it. And then I've had people ask me to create one. Um, so I jumped at the chance, to be honest, because I knew that I could create something at a really accessible price point for people and I knew how helpful this will be I'd have loved something like this and this could be something that's really helpful for you too so I'm going to share a few details on the planner um and yeah if you want to grab a copy I'll include the link in the show notes or you can go and search for your IVF abroad planner on Amazon and it will come up um And I'm super proud of it and I've had really good feedback from it. So, you know, go and check it out because it might be something that can help you. And if not, then, you know, use the tips that I've given you so far and get yourself a notebook to keep things in as well. So drum roll, please. Let's talk to you about my Your IVF Abroad Planner and Journal. So the first thing to say is that it's not just for IVF. I know that's in the title, but that's because that's my company name. This is for anybody considering fertility testing and treatment abroad anywhere in the world okay and things like IVF, IUI, donor conception, egg freezing all will work. The only thing that it isn't for is for surrogacy okay and it's a handy A5 size 
And it's for people who want to keep their thoughts and plans organized. And it's something that you can reflect back on as well. I've made it dateless. So it includes a three-month dateless calendar. And there are sections to hold your clinics details. So that will be the clinics that you're reviewing for consultation and your chosen clinic details. Loads of sections for notes, place to hold your treatment protocol and other useful, important information as well. Plus, you can easily track your costs in there, reference your treatment plan and notes, track key dates and plan your questions for consultation with the clinic doctors. Plus, there's a handy medication checklist section to help you keep on top of everything. And I've also included a glossary of terms. So it's a rundown of all the common fertility treatment acronyms and abbreviations, so all the jargon, so that you'll always feel like you know what's happening and can feel in control in your journey. Plus, to take the stress out of the going abroad bits, there's also a pre-travel checklist and a place for you to know anything you'd like to do or see, your destination to help you get the most out of your time away as well. And then finally, there are some two-week weight survival tips and a journaling section section so it helps support you with your thoughts and feelings as well as you move through the process my aim with this is to help you to feel organized more calm and more in control so as I said if you want to grab a copy you can go to the link in my show notes or you can search for your IVF abroad planner and it will come up on Amazon but I really hope that today's episode has been helpful to you, whether you go and buy a copy of my planner or not. Hopefully there are some nuggets in there that will just help you to feel more in control and more organized with your journey with fertility treatment abroad. And as I said at the beginning, if you have enjoyed this episode, please do leave me a review. It means the world and it means I can reach more people. But for now, thanks for tuning in and I will see you soon. Thank you for listening to your IVF Abroad podcast with me, Emma Haslam. If you're interested in finding out if IVF Abroad could be right for you, then download my free checklist at yourivfabroad.co.uk forward slash who is IVF Abroad for.